Ladies and gentlemen, boys, gals, and others, welcome back to another episode of Apartment 615. This week, we have a current event podcast. I know I've said previously how we've backlogged most of our episodes, uh, but this is not one of them. Uh, We recorded this one just a couple of days ago when Nick got back from his vacation in Utah. So this episode is just the roommates, but we will have a guest for you next Thursday. I'm not entirely sure which one I'll post, but I promise you it'll be good. Um, If you haven't listened to our last guest pod, it's the Single Mother episode. Be sure to check that out uh, because we've got incredible feedback on it. So um, Young Nicholas and I, we cover a lot in this one. We start off by talking some movies we watched recently on Netflix. He tells us about doing donuts in a rental car at the Bonneville Salt Flats. Uh, You'll learn about the strangest beverage I've ever heard of in my entire life. It's at a coffee shop in Salt Lake City. Um, the boys also go into like a 10 minute long tangent about gay bars and whether or not to take a first date to one. Other topics covered in this episode include grave robbing at Antelope Island, uh, Nick selling us on electric bikes. We also trade stories about our trips to Arches National Park. We also debate whether or not it's harder to hike in the East Coast or the West Coast. Um, we also have a discussion about what is better, Shake Shack or In-N-Out, and of course, Rude Ass Tourist. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, follow us there, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars, and give us a great, 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 great rating. Uh, find us on Instagram at Apartment615 uh, to find updates on the show, as well as uh, pictures that we just posted from Nick's trip to Utah, and just various nonsense that we have going on in our lives. All right, guys, uh, enough of that. Enjoy this week's episode. But yeah, it's a movie with Amy Adams. Amy Adams. What's the movie called? The Woman in the Window. And it's trash? Or you... I do. I don't know. I turned it on. And like, apparent, like, it was good so far. The preview was really good. But then they, I, I was like trying to figure out who the actress was. I couldn't remember it was Amy Adams. And then it was like, all the reviews were like, it's terrible. It's a flop. I was like, I'm going to keep watching it. Well, you know that movie? Okay, so it was the, it was the last day before we went to Utah. We were, we were chilling. We were watching that movie, The Whole Truth. Remember that lawyer movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, the last time I saw you. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Dude, um, so I left before because I didn't want to spoil it because I missed the beginning and then I missed the end. So I was like, I, I wondered why you went away. I, I did. Like, That's a good movie. It was a very good movie. That's all like, I got to go because I want to see the did beginning. You fi- did you finish it? Yeah, so. Um, my oh, the twist? Dude. The twist? It was so. I know. Should we, I don't know. We shouldn't spoil it because people should watch this. It is, it is so good. The twist, I did not expect that to be the killer. I didn't see that coming. I didn't at see that coming all. at all. The the whole truth on Netflix. On Netflix it's, with Keanu Reeves. It is so good. But yeah, we were watching that and then I'm watching this. This this was I was just coming back. I was just like, I'm I'm just gonna chill out tonight. Since I just got back from Utah. I wasn't ready to go to sleep yet. Yeah, dude, so how was Utah, man? So you've been gone what you you're gone five days? Five days, right? yeah. Yeah, so where'd you fly into? So, we flew into Salt Lake City, but U- Utah is, it's it's different when you want to visit Utah because there's so many different ways you can do it. Like, you can fly, you can fly into Salt Lake City, you can fly into Las Vegas, and then there's, you were saying, Grand Junction is like another one you can do to make it happen because it's just like, none of, really none of the places that you fly into are like where you want to see. Like, because you find Salt Lake City, and we spent some time in Salt Lake City, there's, I mean, there's just not a lot going on there, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
But so, like, you just have to fly into a place, like, knowing, like, okay, I'm going to drive somewhere. Like, if you, fly in, <laughs> if you fly into Las Vegas, like, your trip is probably centered around Zion National Park. And then if you find a Salt Lake City, like, I mean, that's what we did. So the first thing we did was we drove west to the Bonneville Salt Flats, which is, that is, I mean, there's a few places you go in this world where you're like, this is another planet. Yeah, and I mean, Utah is one of those other planets. Yeah. It, it looks like Mars. Yeah, except red, for the... Giant-ass red rocks. For parts of it, yeah. And then, except the Bonneville Salt Flats is not that at all. So you literally fly into Salt Lake City, and you just drive west, and it's literally a straight road. Like, you could fall asleep, and if your steering wheel doesn't move, in an hour and a half, you'll be there. <laughs> and it's, I mean, expansive. Just like... Picture a desert, like, with cracks and in it, and it's just flat, except replace the sand with salt. And we just, we went out there, and we, I mean, it's, it, we should post some pictures or something. Yeah, we'll post the, pictures. It's on our Instagram. For something like this, but, like, you, what's crazy is that you can get out and drive on it. Like, you pull up, I think, like, the main area, you pull up to this like kind of rest area it's got some some overhangs for parking it's got this really gritty bathroom and then there's like a dip where you can just drive your car onto it and we, drive, we drove onto it and just fucking wow <laughs> <laughs> dude it's where they set land speed records yes but we were we yes. were in a chevy malibu dude and we, i was like oh, i told i told my girlfriend i was like we're gonna do some we're gonna do some donuts and then just just pulled out there and went just jerked the wheel just going <laughs> <laughs> it's kicking up this salt and then we had this is, I'm sure Jeff from Enterprise is not listening to this. Jeff Gordon? Jeff, no, Jeff, I don't know. I have his business card in my bag. But Jeff from Enterprise in Salt Lake City is not listening to this. But we had, I mean, we had like caked salt thoroughly embedded in the, in the wheel wells of the car. And actually like the last, like my girlfriend Marissa, she was like, we need to like, we have to get rid of this. <laughs> Did you guys burn the car? Like, someone stole it, guys. <laughs> we drove it out into the canyons and lit it on fire. Then we walked to the airport. I don't know what happened, guys. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> but we literally... So this morning, because I just got back today, this morning we had, we drove to a, a self-car wash with like a... Yeah. Hose, and then I, I was under there like... Taking all this caked salt off, <laughs> so I was like, "It's gonna look really bad if we turn this in." And they're like, um, "Wait, did you drive this car over salt? Were you guys in like, Pakistan? Like one of the on? one of the biggest killers to a car? <laughs> like, are, are, can we expect rust for months after this? I feel like if you have a a, a, a rent a car company in Utah, like it's gonna happen. Like when we were in Vegas, like because I rented that fucking." It was like a, they gave us like a van or some shit because there was like six of us there, five of us there. I can't remember what we had. It was I think it was, it was I think it was some kind of van because I remember it was white. It had black rims. It was fly as fuck. And um, yeah, dude, I remember we had like because we were in Arizona and we went to Lake Mead and I remember there was being there was red stains all over it from the clay. Yeah, see, but the thing is, is like that sucks. But like salt is a killer for a car. Yeah, it'll kill out that paint. Well, I mean, salt, it would just rush, it'll rust stuff out. Mm. 
And so that's and then Mariz was so smart to have the foresight to be like, let's get rid of this. Well, yeah, dude. We literally. So like, whenever we like first went there, immediately after, you could see on the car like we pulled into our hotel for that first night, and like the salt was evident. Mm-hmm. She was like, "We need to get this car washed." So we took it to a car wash, and I was like, "Oh, it'll take care of everything." Like, let's just get, you know, the good one to get the undercarriage. And then, so we, like, pull through, and we're like, she's like, all right, check it out. And I look, and just the wheel wells, I mean, you can't even see the black. Like, just caked on salt in the full wheel wells. (laughs) It looked like, I mean, it looked like we, I mean, it was, like, snow caked. And then, so we, we dealt with it later, but, <laughs> I mean, the Bonneville salt, I mean, I'm so serious, like, when we got there, I mean, it was, it was so, I mean, Utah's so crazy, because we got there, and it was like, this is like, literally, like, three different times, we were like, oh, we're on another planet. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, because being in Nashville, you're like, oh, everything about this place is insane. Like, yeah. I mean, if you just drop somebody in there, they'd be like, they they think, is there oxygen here? Yeah, the <laughs> fuck am I? <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah, we drove out there. I mean, did some did some donuts on the salt flats, which is crazy. The place they it's where they break land speed records because it's so flat. So was there like get, get, was there a road or do you just drive there's around? There's no road. So you just like so show up. So and... there's a road where you come from Salt Lake City. And you just start driving towards the salt flats, and literally, I mean, it is a road that does not turn. Okay. It does not, I mean, once you hit a certain point, you don't turn for like an hour. Mm. I mean, it's literally like you could just, if you could find a way to lock your steering wheel in place, you could fall asleep, and if you set an alarm for an hour, you just show up there. Okay. And then, so, you get there. Remember that next time, guys. Just go to sleep while you're driving in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah, just sleep and drive. It's all good. Their roads are wide enough in Salt Lake City, I'll tell you that. But you get there, and then, so, there's, like, a little... And, and it's crazy, because there's water, too. Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, it's this... it's And it's so pretty, because the water is, like, six inches deep. And the, the, the underneath of it is salt at certain parts. And so the the sky comes down on it, and you just have this water that's as clear as like the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. and you can just walk through it. And uh, I'll tell you another thing: you take your shoes off, it's like you you've never had feet so exfoliated. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you got any calluses on them on them toes anymore? <laughs> I ain't got no calluses, man. But I'm 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 telling you, it was like a two hundred dollar treatment Hell for free. Yeah. But yeah, so you can so at the this place where you can like pull off and there's the overhangs and the bathrooms is you can just drive down on this little dip and get onto the salt flats and i mean there were people when we when we pulled down further down the road to check out this other part of it with some some more water there was a dude in i swear dodge durango Mm -hmm. or maybe no it was a pickup truck and I mean, very this, different vehicles. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Durango sounds like a truck. It does sound like a truck. <laughs> but it was a black truck, and this dude, we could see him in the distance, was just screaming across the skull flats. <laughs> this dude had to be going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Which is why, dude, it's crazy because you get there and you're like, wait, we could drive on it? And it's also like, oh, wait, this is, 
I don't know how many hundreds of hundreds or thousands of acres that you can just scream across and there's nobody there's so many pictures of like me and her or just me or just her and there's nobody around nobody yeah some of those pictures nobody and around yeah. dude it's crazy and then when you're driving there so you're coming from salt lake city to there and then once you get to like the I would say probably like the 30 minute mark when you've still got an hour left to go, maybe the 45 minute mark. I mean, you look to your right, I mean, and it, it looks like the salt flats. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just flat, but it's all, it's like khaki colored, I guess, because there's some dirt mixed in. You're like, what is this? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then, but you, as you keep driving, you look, and then every few miles, you can tell somebody has driven off the road. And just down onto those salt flats, done some donuts, and come back up on the road and kept going. <laughs> and we're like, oh, that's crazy. And then when you get, but it's crazy because it's khaki colored. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, is that what it's going to be? And then you get to, like, the, the rest stop area, and it's pristine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally the color of snow. I remember, like, walking on it, like, talking to Marissa and being like, this looks exactly like snow, but it's hard because it's salt. It's packed in yeah. heavy salt, but it looks just like snow. But you're in a t-shirt, and it's it's salt. It's crazy. Yeah. So like, what is it like? Can you you can't have like no like like salt ball fights or anything like that? Does this does it pack together? Can you throw it at Marissa if you wanted to? Like you're like, oh, let's, Dude, let's fight. Dude, it's literally like this laptop right here, which is a firm surface. Yeah. If you just sprinkled some salt on top of it, like mm-hmm. you can feel like you can feel like the the top layer, which is loose, which is just like a little bit. But I mean, it's packed. It just it's packs. packed deep because that's what they do. Is when further down they have the Bonneville. Uh, like Speedway or something. I can't remember what they call it, but it's where they literally they they'll break land. That's where they break land speed records. Mm-hmm. It's so flat and uh, expansive. And how far away is that from Salt Lake City? An hour and twenty nine minutes. Okay. Is um. So do you spend any time in Salt Lake City? A little bit of time. Is there any salt there? <laughs> like why do they call it I'm Salt Lake sure. City? I've never been to Salt Lake. I'm sure there is. I think probably the lake it's near has salt in it. Okay, because we had an Uber driver, our last Uber driver. He was telling us about it, and he was saying that like, when the water's high, the water's high. When it's low, you can walk across the whole thing. So I have a question for you, because you and I have both been to Utah a whole bunch of times, and you well, you were talking mad shit about Salt Lake City. Like, what's what's the deal with that? Like, why is it not good? And then also, so, has your has your mind changed at all since you've been the most recent? Well, time? so all of it, all of it, all that came from because I've been in salt lake city a couple times and it all came from because like we would because we do like a family trip for backpacking where like my dad my brother family friends at this point there's like a dozen of us that go on these trips for backpacking and we would fly into salt lake city for a couple of these and then we would just get the rental car and drive to where we're going you know and then i remember driving through being like what is this like this i don't see anything this looks like a detroit or something there's just nothing going on yeah and then so, like, I just always thought, I was like, I mean, this just there's nothing to do here. But we, so this time we spent a little bit of time in the city. And, I, I mean, there there is some cool stuff there. We had, um, there's a coffee shop called Habitat that is, I mean, it's, it's just a super cool space. It's just a good coffee shop. And they have this thing, I can't remember what they call it. 
but it's it's Habitat, the coffee shop. And if you go up to the counter and say, "Hey, like I want that, I want the coffee that you serve with cotton candy," <laughs> it's <laughs> dude. They serve cotton candy and coffee. Cotton candy. We'll post the picture. Are you? Are you are we at Chuck E. Cheese's? <laughs> dude, I, dude, I asked them that because I thought I was like, "I want the, we want the uh, cotton candy and the coffee." And you find she, us on like Pinterest or something. Was, and then I think it's TikTok. Mm. TikTok, TikTok can uh, unlock some travel secrets for you, but she was like, she was like, all right, do you want like, and then she went in, they have like eight flavors <laughs> of this cotton candy. Hell yeah. And then what's so cool is so like, I got the blueberry, so I got blue cotton candy, and then it, they give you a blue coffee mug, <laughs> and then uh, Marissa, she got pink something, and it was pink coffee, a pink coffee mug and pink cotton candy, and I was like, "Do they have like eight different coffee mugs for this?" <laughs> and <laughs> they it, probably the, do. <laughs> the thing is, it's not on the menu. You just have to know to ask for it. But Habitat Coffee in Salt Lake City was really cool, and we had um, there was another one at the end of the trip. We ended up going to um, this uh, diners, vertical diner, and this will be. Aren't all, verti- aren't all diners vertical? Uh, structurally, yes. Okay. <laughs> but they had... So this would be good for any plant-based people. So we just picked it. We didn't know this. But we go in there and at the bottom of their menu and it says, it says every little thing on this menu is plant-based. Okay, that's cool. Dude, they had an expansive menu. It was insane. And then so like we had like... They, you could get like Philly cheesesteaks... Totally vegetarian, total, meat. totally plant based, and then I mean the food also was amazing. Vertical Diner, Salt Lake City, and we had uh, what was funny was like I realized when we left I was looking at the sign and they had like there was a big sign in the middle and then two small things next to the sign, and they were like like dojo houses with Japanese writing on them. And I was like, <laughs> I, think, I think I know what this place used to be. <laughs> I think they were a Chinese restaurant. And then they changed it over. And they're like, well, we're not taking those down. <laughs> yeah, dude. <they're... laughs> but it was it was seriously so amazing. And our server, I wish I could remember his name, shout him out, but he yeah, was awesome. Yeah, shout that dude. But it was, it was cool. It was like, so we stopped there and it was like, because... We were driving on Salt Lake City and we just couldn't really find anything. And then so our last day we came back and saw that and it was just like, it turns out, I think it was the gay neighborhood. Oh, really? I think it was the gay neighborhood. And then to be honest. Pick anybody up? Uh, <laughs> several, no. But it was like. Marissa was pissed. Yeah. But <laughs> she was like, I'm learning so much about you. It was a quiet flight home. <laughs> but it was, I mean, seriously, it was like, dude, the gay neighborhood. I mean, if that's, if, if it was the gay neighborhood. It was the coolest part of Salt, about Salt Lake City. <laughs> like, they had this wicked cool bar called, uh, I think it was Water Witch or Witch Water. Yeah, that, like that sounds gay, bro. It was, I, I don't know. It looked really cool in there. And they had a couple coffee shops. And it was, I mean, if that's the gay neighborhood, everyone should check out the gay neighborhood in Salt Lake City. Dude, it was I'm awesome. down. It was awesome. I'll get, I'll get free drinks. Like, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to a gay bar? Yeah. Which one? Play in Nashville. I've never been to Play. Dude, play's a good time, man. I used to... I used they to, do the drag shows there, did, shit, right? Oh, bro, dude. I mean, this is like... If you can, like, as a as a man, get past homophobia... Yeah, I know a lot of Drag shows people, are yeah. such a good time, dude. The drag shows at play are so fun. Like, you just... 
I mean, you could even bring your girl there as a date. And then, like, no one's going to, like, fuck with you and be like, No, they're going to be like, we're happy you're here. And, like, the drag shows at play are, I mean, they're lit. Really? They're crazy. I was at this one uh, gay bar. I was actually at a grand opening to a gay bar. Because I used to have a gay manager. Uh, he'd cool as hell. And he, he retired from my old job. And he decided to open up a gay bar. It was called Stirrups in Nashville. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> 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 Yeah, it, it was some cowboy. Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was some broke back mountain shit, dude. And uh, hey, real quick, that makes me think of my favorite um, gay bar name I've ever heard in my life. What is it? So, like, when I was working at the Omni as a valet, there was this this really rich old gay guy that came in, and uh, he was telling us he's like, I own a gay bar in New Orleans, blah 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 blah, blah. and then. And then he had, anyways, the the name of the bar is Napoleon's Itch. (laughs) (laughs) But to make a long story short, he pulled one of the valets, who was a handsome guy, into the back of the car with him and talked his ear off for like 45 minutes. Do I know Do I know this valet? (laughs) No, you don't know. It's Donnie. You don't know Donnie. I don't know Donnie, man. But... Talked his ear off for like 45 minutes, and then we're like, the whole time we're like, oh, that's crazy. And then Donnie got out of the car. We could see in there, like, it wasn't tinted windows. Like, he wasn't doing sexual stuff. He was literally just talking to him. Mm-hmm. But he came out, and the dude had tipped him like $50. And we're like, man, get the fuck out of here. What did he tell you? We're like, we're trying to put up numbers, man. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to put $50 in for the split. Damn, boy. yeah, Na- Napoleon's itch. And then when I went to New Orleans with Marissa, I actually saw Napoleon's itch, and I think it's on Beale Street. Beale Street, that they have Beale Street in New Orleans. Um, That's so Memphis. Beale Street. Um, uh, oh, what the fuck? French Quarter. Like, the oh, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bourbon yeah. Street. I think Napoleon's itch is on Bourbon Street, and we saw it. And uh, the sign. If you're listening at home, look it up. It's uh. <laughs> It's it's suggestive. Oh shit, man! I kind of want to look it up right now. <laughs> yeah, but Napoleon's it's, it's it is suggestive for real. But uh, the guy was really cool. He was uh, he was one of the people. You know how sometimes you can tell when somebody's really rich. Yeah, like my boss. <laughs> yeah, what's his? Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's see. Is that of the sign on there? Yeah. Is this it right here? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, everybody listening, look up Napoleon's itch. <laughs> dude, they have a podcast too. Oh, do they really? The dude. Travel Gay Podcast. Travel Gay Podcast. Check Shout it out, dude. Out. The owner is really cool. I bet we had we had such a good time when he came through the hotel. <laughs> I like it. Napoleon's He's itch. really generous too. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. So no, no. We went to stirrups. Uh, so it was a grand opening at a gay bar. It's the only gay bar I've ever been to. It was a grand opening. So that means it was full of straight people. So it was all right. Like it was like a bunch of straight people in like a super gay setting. So it was it was all right. The drinks were delicious. But I think he had actually sold it or, or lost it because it's a different gay bar. Because I drive by it every time I go to Hendersonville, mm-hmm. like just driving through the city and shit like that. Because it's like a, it's right off Briley Parkway somewhere. Um, it's a different name. It's something gay, though, but, like, outside yeah. of it is full of, like... Oh, it's called, like, something Train Tracks or some shit like that, or... No, it's called Tracks. T-R-A-X. It's called Tracks. 
And yeah, dude, it's it's right on some train tracks, and it's like full of like it has a you go past it, it's like a thousand gay flags, like the the rainbow yeah. ones. But for I mean, app for apartment six one five is that for that bar too, but also like play is a play is a good time. Yeah, a lot I of was, gay bars in Nashville are fly. This was a, this was also like one of my when I was like dating more was that it was one of it, it's not a it's not a bad strategy to say that like oh I'm gonna take my date to this drag show at play one she's gonna have a great time the energy is amazing okay two no one's gonna try to steal her away from you very did, did they have a gay females like would uh, Naz go there that's a good question I don't know but I mean we should have asked her what she's here <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like low key, like a really good date. Would you take show. a first date to a, to a, uh, to it's play? It's a little heavy for a first. That's date. what I was saying. That's a bold move. That's dramatic for a first date. I don't know. I don't know how many dates in you do it, but you have to know him pretty well. But then, if you know him well enough, like that's a great date. I, yeah, mean, I feel like if you know someone well enough, like McDonald's is a good date. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, like it would like. Like, definitely a drag show at play would be a date that they would never forget. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't forget that. Never forget that. Dude, we should go to play. Let's double date at play. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's fun, man, dude. I, I remember when I was uh when I was in Miami at the beginning, uh early on in the pandy, that they had this drag show going on on um oh, I can't remember what that the main street, I can't remember what it's called. But they had this, uh, like, uh, drag queen, and she was just working the audience, like, <laughs> calling people out. Oh, she was doing a stand-up bit. I mean, she, she was doing everything, man. Like, she was going to go from play to zanies real quick. I mean, she was, I mean, it's crazy, like, how people, there's so much stigma to that, like, among, like, white, hetero, men. It's like, they don't want to go, but it's like, dude, if you just, like, put that shit to the side, go to a drag show, like... Going to a drag show doesn't admit on a personal level that you want to have sex with the drag queens. Yeah. It doesn't. Just go there. You will have a kick-ass time. So, back to Utah. Um, <laughs> uh, what else, like... <laughs> get, get away from... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a really gay tangent real quick. But, um... Totally see, worth it. Yeah, dude, it was totally worth it. Um, so, besides uh, Salt Lake City and the Bonneville Flats, dude, what else did you do in Utah? We went... So, we went to the, the Salt Flats first... And then, so the next day, we were supposed to go to a place called Homestead Crater, which is this, um, it's a swimming hole, and it's got like this dome over it with a small circle that lets light in, and um, the water is like 96 degrees. Is it like year-round type deal? That's what I think, yeah. Hell yeah. And then so we're like all stoked for it, and then we were checking it out literally right before we got on the flight to go there. And turns out you have to make reservations, mm. and um, they were booked out um, for I think like five days past the the day we flew out. Okay. And then so we were like, oh, like we don't we don't have anything to do on our second day. Like I didn't expect that. And then so we ended up settling on this place, Antelope Island, which is absolutely amazing and then real quick sidebar about antelope island is so when we were at the vertical diner uh we were talking to our waiter we we're just you know making small talk and he was like oh you went to antelope island and we we're like yeah I went to antelope. it was amazing he's like fun fact about antelope island is that 
my like great great uncle, he actually was caught grave robbing <laughs> in like Salt Lake City or something. He was caught grave robbing. Wait, still a tux? I, did, I, I don't know what he was selling from these people, but he was caught grave robbing, and they banished him to Antelope Island. <laughs> to live out the rest of his life there. Was <laughs> it 1642? Dude, I don't know. Dude. I don't know what like authoritative body like pushed him out there. Like Kim Jong-un took reign of Utah. But he had to live out... I wish I could remember his server's name, but his like great-great-uncle got banished to Antelope Island when it was not super cool. <laughs> this is before it was a tourist destination. Yeah, but we got there and so we rented these electric bikes. And I don't know if you've ever ridden an electric bike, listeners, but it is the shit. <laughs> so we rented these things for like two hours. And then, I, I don't know, we might post some videos or something. But it's this beautiful island. And then you get on these e-bikes. And they have uh, like regular gears like for, you know, like one to seven to like pedal. Mm-hmm. And then, but on the, on the left uh, handle... You can click between one to five to how much electric assistance you want. And so they told us, they were like, you know, she was like, keep between one to two. That should last you for two hours, which is what we rented for. And then so, you know, we're doing that. We go all through this. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, we're just, I mean, just expansive. We're biking through. And then we kind of like are, we've been going for a while and we go to like head back. We're like, and then uh, I think our rental ended at like 3.10. And then Marissa was like, hey, it's 3.16. <laughs> and we still had a little bit of ways to go. And I was like, it's time to crank it. <laughs> like we had some battery left and we like, we rocked that. We rocked that mother to five. And then, right to, <laughs> and then so like you're barely pedaling. Like you, so on an electric bike, you have to pedal for the electric assistance to happen. It won't just do it by itself. So you have to pedal, so it knows you're alert or something. I don't know. Mm, so you're not but then, sleeping. so like, and then it has a miles per hour tracker on it, and so we click it up to five, and then instantly I'm going like 25 miles an hour on this bike, like just uphill. <laughs> <laughs> and we're flying, dude. I mean, it was it was insane. So I mean, it's just, and you never hear about that. It's a place called Antelope Island. And it's, um, I got a sticker from them, Antelope E-Bikes. Okay. It's, I mean, honestly, for what you get, it's reasonably priced. And you can bike around this place and just, I mean, kick ass for a long time on these e-bikes. It's beautiful. And that's what we did our second day. And then, I, I don't know, we'll probably post some pictures. But, I mean, it was, I mean, it was next level. Yeah, we'll definitely post some pictures of that. But, yeah. Uh, and then, uh... Third day, we went to uh, Arches. We drove to Arches National Park, which, I mean... That's, like, my favorite national park. I love Arches. Amazing. Delicate Arches, like, it's a work of art. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. It's Lord's work. It really, like, I don't understand how, like, everything about it. Double Arch is incredible. Uh, the Balanced Rock is amazing. Uh, there's a Double O Arch is also yeah. ridiculous. I think I've seen... The I Windows. Think done, the Windows. I think I've done every major trail in Arches. Because I've been to Arches probably like five, six times. And I, I think I've done every trail. Because it's really not that big of a park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very doable to do every trail on that thing. 
Um, yeah, I've, you could do every trail in like two days. Yeah, you really can. Uh, but I've done delicate arch like so many times. Like I, every time I go, like I have to. We do had it. so like our plan was to like wake up and do sunrise at delicate arch, <sighs> and we woke up. Never done that. We woke up at like four in the morning, and we were both just dead tired. Mm-hmm. We we're like, can't. It's a hard one to do though, because I mean, right when you start it, because you start off in the flatland, you see like these beautiful like old houses like that like the like Navajos this, this and such in. yeah like way back in the day and then you go like a it's like a a 90 degree angle like you're going straight up the whole it way is, <laughs> it's I mean, it is it is it's a surprisingly difficult trail like if you're not ready for it yeah there's no routes or anything like I feel like hiking in the desert is always much easier as it goes as opposed to the east coast because the east coast we have trees we have like dirt and roots like in trees that are very difficult to go over a lot of rocks Whereas the West Coast is more flat and has just like big rocks, but it's easy to walk up. This is easy to walk what you're up. Doing though, like this, I mean, there's a lot of a, a lot of the West Coast is you're like doing mountains and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot I bigger, mean, but I, in the and but I feel like ten miles on like the Appalachian Trail is a lot harder than ten miles on like the Pacific Crest. Because um, it's just I don't, I don't know about that. Man. <laughs> I mean, I've done a lot of hiking out west and like. The elevation hurts, but um, I just feel like it's easier. I mean, there's just like what I mean. There's like place. I mean, there's places in like the the Southwest United States that are pretty flat. I mean, unless you do like the Grand Canyon and you go to the bottom of it. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you get up to like, I mean, if you want to go like, oh, we're gonna do like a we're gonna do a backpacking trip at like the Grand Tetons in Wyoming. That's mountains. Yeah, t- you go. You're going uphill. Heavily. That one's different. Yeah, that you one's a little like, different. That I mean, one's alpine forest too, though. I mean, yeah, but there's a lot of alpine forests out there. Like if you go to, like Washington, well, Washington yeah. State. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of elevation change there. You go up yeah. and down. You go to Montana. Same story. I mean, it's because the Rocky Mountains. I mean, it's just so. Well, okay, so specifically the, the desert of that, like desert, I feel like it's easier because there's no trees. It's just like no, like it's not like the ground is a lot easier to walk on. I feel like. Which makes the miles yeah. go a little easier. Maybe, yeah. The tricky part about the desert, though, is that the sun is on you the whole time. Yeah. You don't get any break from it in the Never. trees. There's no, yeah, there's no trees, so you're, you're baking. Yeah, we have, you could probably, I mean, this is a visual that people can't see, but. Hey, you, I'm here for you it. Can see the, you can see the sunburns I got. Okay. Oh yeah. wait, it's actually pretty healed now. No, I can see where it was, though. Like, you're, like I can tell you had no sleeves on. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it's like, I have a tennis tan right now. Like, my shoulders are, like, tanner than, like, the rest. And it's just like, yeah, you got baked in the sun. It was weird because, like, I mean, I was burned, too. And then there was, like, a hot tub we got in. And it's like, I don't, this is, like, a theory that we're working on. Is that, like, <laughs> is that, like submitting your sunburns to, like, the, the supreme heat of a hot tub is actually good for them. Because we got in this hot tub, and when you get in, like, it hurts. Yeah. I'll be honest. It hurts. But once you get used to it, and then you get out of it, it's almost like it's... This could be completely medically inaccurate. <laughs> but it's like it sets the sunburn into tan. Because my arm feels fine now. Yeah, you don't look like you've been in a desert for the last five days. So, I, I honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up your... Uh, Hot tub theory. I bet it's it's medically valid, dude. If you're if you're if you've got a good sunburn on your arms, wait a day and then get in the hot tub and then just suck it up. You'll be all good. And then it's good the next. Just and then also lotion though. Yeah, lotion, <laughs> aloe, whatever you got. Also lotion. 
Yeah, so uh, so it was four. How many days were you at uh, Arches? Uh, two days. Two days. So that was three and four. What did you do day five? Was that the travel day back? So we did, we got down on day three and did it the second half of the day. And then uh, day, which, the end of day three, we went and got sushi at this place. What was it called? So I can give him a weird shout out. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're all good. We, we'll shot any sushi restaurant, dude. We uh, we talk. I, I remember that one. Um, this hasn't came out yet. The plumber episode. We talk heavily about sushi train. We love sushi at apartment six one five. Let me see. That would be over here. Yeah. Um, oh shoot, I can't. Sub. It's like sub sabaku. Sabaku. Sabaku sushi and sake. It was um, this. That was what we did day three. It was the. The sushi was really good. Mm-hmm. And they also had this, they had a, a vegetarian sushi menu where they make rolls. And then Marissa was all about that. And it was really good. But. Um, Isn't Marissa a vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah. And we showed up at, so we got sat at like 7.50. Now, I'll go ahead and preface this. The sushi was very good. We didn't have food on our table until after an hour later why why like were they busy or they just dude i don't know just tripping like did anyone say anything did you say anything like hey bitch where's my sushi what are you gonna say like hey man rapido i don't the sushi (laughs) was really good when we went in though i was concerned because we walked in and we're like hey you know two and then I looked behind the sushi bar, and it was two white dudes. Just two guys smoking fucking Marlboros, just out back. <laughs> just two white dudes. And I swear to you, I almost was like, let's leave. Dude, <laughs> if, if, if you're a white dude making sushi, you better be working at a goddamn twice daily or a 7-Eleven, because you should not be at a Japanese restaurant. I don't know, but I will tell you at the end of the day, those, those boys made some good sushi. Oh, yeah, it actually was good? They made some good sushi, but I was very concerned, and it did take a while. Did it smell like nicotine? Were they, did you taste the uh, the Marlboro Reds on their, on their on your sushi rolls? I could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, and then also, shout out, dude, the best restaurant in Moab. We ate there twice. We were there for two days. We ate there twice. Mm-hmm. This is a place called 98 Center Moab. I haven't been there. So good. It's an Asian fusion restaurant. I mean, absolutely amazing. We got the first day, we got some sandwiches. It was like some tofu. I got one with a steak. And then we got some pho the next day. Hell yeah. I mean, amazing. Dude, and then also, I noticed this other thing about Moab. It was so crazy. Because you have all these locals who are obviously working the businesses. Yeah. We frequented multiple of the businesses. And I just noticed this. It was like... It's like a female town. Moab is? Why do you say that? We, all the businesses we went in were almost exclusively staffed with females. <laughs> okay. It was interesting. It's like The Wicker Man. Did you ever watch that movie? No. It's like a cult where it's only women own the cities. But it sounds similar. Nicholas Cage. Except the it? sushi chefs. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting because it was like, like, dead serious? I mean, out of all the businesses we went into, mm-hmm. I can recall, off the top of my head, four fe- four male employees. 
Maybe it's just Utah. Maybe they're just they're stacked with women. So if you're if you're a single man looking for a woman who's in good shape, kick up your personality and move to Moab. I feel like everyone in in Moab and just really out west. I feel like if you're in the desert, you're in good shape if you're a woman. <laughs> you don't you don't Why? see many you don't see many obese people out there. No, not at all. Because it's an outdoor place. It is. It's like the best place to go hiking, biking, all that shit. I love Moab, man. I I would love to live out there. Except for like the alcohol, dude. Like, like it's expensive. To look. We pulled up Zillow on some of them houses. Mm-hmm. Cheapest one we could find, four hundred fifty grand. Wow, really? That's crazy. And it, it was small. Not impressive. Well, there's like it's it's such a tourist area, dude. Like nobody lives in Utah. Like especially southern Utah, like. A lot of times, like, driving through there, like, cause I used to live in Grand Junction, Colorado, and, like, on my days off, I would drive into Moab, and um, I would drive into Moab, and, like, there would be no gas stations between Grand Junction and Moab, so you had to fill up in Grand Junction, and the gas would be, like, at this time, it was, like, three fifty a gallon or something crazy. And yeah, we were, we were fucking around with, like, three thirty-five yeah. regular. What's, what is it here right now? Oh, dude, so... You you left during the gas shortage. Yeah. Um. So I filled up. I got lucky. I went to Hendersonville and filled up. It was it was two seventy. But like where we're at now in Nashville, it's three or nine usually. Oh, so still cheaper than what we were dealing with. Yeah, but, but I mean, still over three hundred. Yeah. Um, I mean three dollars. For sure. Um. But yeah, dude. So yeah, in Utah, like it's it's rough because there's no gas stations anywhere. Like, a lot of times, like, so if you're leaving Moab and you're going, like, further west, like, say you're going to, like, Capitol Reef or Bryce Canyon, like, you'll be driving on the interstate. I think it's 40 still. Um, and it'll be, like, no gas stations for yeah. 200 miles. It's, like, fill we, up now. <laughs> when we were driving to Arches, we saw one of those where it was, like, nothing for a long time and then a gas station. And it was, like, and then, I mean, we've been dealing with, like, 319 335 in terms of gas and then this one gas station really understood supply and demand and they were like it's 375 take it or leave it yeah <laughs> they were in the middle of nowhere um and that's how it is man when you're in when you're in the middle of nowhere like same with north dakota like you can go to north dakota and it'll be like two dollars 205 210 and then you'll say like, 350 like it's like god damn like you have no choice because like that's the last thing you have for 150 miles. Yeah. Like, you chose to not fill up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, this is also, so like, we were there in Utah, they have In-N-Outs. Yeah, I love In-N-Out. So we went to In-N-Out in Provo. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, I've had In-N-Out multiple times. I've not had Shake Shack until recently. In-N-Out can't fuck with Shake Shack. Oh, so you like Shake Shack better? In and Out can't fuck with Shake Shack. No, so okay, so I I also agree. I think Shake Shack's much better. Um, but whenever okay, so when we went to Vegas, you and I and the others, uh, we got discriminated against at Shake Shack. Yeah. Um, they did not like us at all. They were like they shocking. Yeah, they did not want us there. So we had horrible service at Shake Shack. They fucked up my order. I think they fucked up a couple others. It was just trash. Um, in general, I like Shake Shack better. Um, I prefer Shake Shack over In-N-Out, and I've never really liked In-N-Out. Like, anytime I was in California or anything like that, or Texas, I never really was a huge good. fan of it. Like, it's definitely good. It's good. But it does, it's not as good as Shake Shack. I agree, but whenever we were in Arizona, I think, didn't we stop there in Arizona or was it Vegas when we went to, um, 
shake or uh, in and out. Cause we went in and out. It was like right outside Lake Mead, and that was the best in and out I've ever had in my life. And I was like, this in and out is fire. Dude, so, real quick, do you know how much the general manager of a Shake Shack makes a year? Um, I'm gonna say, is it uh, general manager of a Shake Shack? I'm gonna say eighty thousand. Hundred k. Hundred k at a Shake Shack. Yeah. Dude. No, 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 no. In and out. Oh, in and out. The manager of an in and out. Do they need to bring him national? I'll apply. Hundred k. I'll apply. Hundred k a year for the manager of a Shake Shack. Hold on though, In and Outs are only West Coast. Hundred k is not doesn't isn't as 100K, much. Hundred k in Provo. Okay, yeah, Provo. Yeah, you're hundred k in Provo. You're balling out. Yeah, you are. You got a boat. <laughs> yeah, dude, you you're floating on Salt Lake City. <laughs> but I remember because I had a, my one of the friends who goes with us on these backpacking trips. I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a job, and he's like, you should take a look at being a manager of an In and Out. I was like, why? So I'm going to have to move. <laughs> 100K a year. Crazy, dude. That's a lot of money. Yeah, dude, maybe should we, we should uh, learn how to flip some burgers. They're not flipping burgers, bro. <laughs> Manager's not flipping burgers. <laughs> they know how to flip burgers, though. At least I hope they do. Yeah. A lot of managers do. A lot of managers, like, they don't even know how to do, like, the basic-ass job. It's like, what the hell? Who's paying you? How yeah. did you get this job? They must have uh, had a lot of blackmail. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something like that, something unsavory. Yeah, man, so uh, <laughs> uh, anything else that uh, you want to talk about before we end this about your trip to Utah? There's this one bitch. <laughs> okay, let's hear about this bitch. <laughs> we, were, we were at Arches, and we went up at, I think it's called like Turret Arch or something. It's the one that looks like a house. Okay. And we walked up, and we got right to the top, and we're like, oh, so and then I was taking pictures, and I was like, looked at Marissa, and I was like, oh, let's get a picture, blah, blah, blah. And then there was this one bitch. She was down, like, trying to get a picture with nobody in it. Mm-hmm. We were up there, and she goes, um, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, um, I've been here, and I'm trying to get a picture. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't see you there. She's like, mm. And then so I stepped to the side, she gets her picture, and I look at Marissa and we're like, what was that? That was weird. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like, we have just as much right to this space as she does. Like, she doesn't have any kind of right to get a completely, you know, unhumaned picture of this in this public space. Like, bitch, you're from Missouri. You ain't from here. <laughs> like, so she gets her picture and we're like, all right. And then, like, it really bugged the both of us. And then so we were like, fine, we get back on the trail and we're going back down. And we go, and we go to the other side. We go to Double O Arch. And then, so, like, we're up there, like, up on the upper echelons of this on the rock. And then we see her again. And then she's, like, she's, like, it looks, she's looking down at somebody who's obviously taking a picture. Mm -hmm. And then there's this Asian man who's near her. And then she's, like, take a picture. And then this Asian man walks beside her. And then she's, like... She does like a hand motion, like take it anyway, take it anyway. Like this idiot is next to me, <laughs> and then and so I'm seeing all this go down, and then so it takes a picture, and then she moves to a different spot where there's less people, and then she does the same thing again. She's looking down to the bottom where this second person is taking pictures, and then she, she has the space. She was rude to me earlier, mm -hmm. and then so I look at Marissa, and I just 
I make a ruse. I go, hey, let's go get a picture up by like the arch over here. And then I walk up and I stand right beside, right behind her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking back with this moon face, just looking at Marissa, like, can we get, can we get the picture? <laughs> and she's sitting there trying to get this picture with nobody in it. And then I'm standing there like, playing dumb as hell. Yeah, that bitch deserves it, man. She deserves it, man. If you want to like, you, if you're trying to go to arches, there's gonna be there's gonna be people be there, and uh, don't be rude or people will ruin your picture. Yeah, dude. If you don't want people there, uh, show, show up at six a.m. Show up at six a.m. when no one's going. Don't be there at noon. Yeah, well, there's a thousand people there trying to take pictures and nobody there. Yeah, what would he say? Be nice, love others. Be nice and love others. That's all you can do. On God. PG baby. Praise God. Shout out Theo.